It's the last fry, a podcast that brings you the same joy you experience when you find that last French fry at the bottom of your fast food bag. Join Patrick and Deacon B for humorous, inspiring, and joy-filled discussions about a variety of life-related topics that will help you make tomorrow better by besting your yesterday. Here's Patrick and Deacon B. We have a topic today, multiple topics, on the big umbrella of proper behavior, moral dilemmas, ethical situations. What would you do? I think that's the name of the show today is, is what, would, what would you do? What would you do? All right. What would you do? And uh, I'm going to begin by asking you about the truth, Patrick. Uh, nothing but do you truth. always... Do you always tell the truth? Uh, fascinating uh, article came out uh, which showed that uh, men, in a, in a conversation, mm-hmm. a 10-minute conversation, uh, men uh, will lie an average of three times. Or, no, I think it's six. Men will lie an average of six, six times, times, women an average of three times. Okay. So um, why do you think that is? First of all, what do you think about that little statistic? It's probably understated. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because <laughs> women women ask twice, three times, six women ask twice as many questions yes. about men as men ask of women, yes. so they get they get twice the lies. That would be is that is that right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, they they came up with a list of uh, popular lies, most popular lies. Um, so here we go. Here we uh, first one, you know, first one. Do I look good in? Whatever the outfit, the photograph, the whatever, uh, one of the most popular precursors to uh, to a lie is mm-hmm. that question. Uh, second one, I don't know if you have you ever used that. Do you ever are you completely honest when somebody asks you how they how they look in if a it's certain my wife, situation? Yes. If it's anybody else, if they feel like they you're looking good in whatever it is they're wearing, then who am I to say otherwise? But if it's my oh, lovely bride, I will tell her exactly what I think. She, she'll go to TJ Maxx, whatever. She'll come home with a bunch of stuff, and she will do a fashion show. And she'll say, what do you think? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, or I, honey, that's awesome. Take the tags off. But if if she's either not feeling it or it's baggy and, you know, whatever, it's like, mm, it, it, no. And, and, I'm, and she appreciates that because otherwise it'll just hang in the closet probably with the tag on for the next five years and then she'll give it away. So she appreciates that. And then there's the other one where we're going somewhere and she'll say, what do you think about what I'm wearing? And nine times out of 10, it looks great. It's uh, honey. Is this faint? Let's get in the car. Oh no, I don't think the shoes are right or whatever. She's the one. She's the one that's arguing with herself because I think she looks great. You look money. Let's get in the car. Every now and again, it's like, mm, no, I don't think, no, no, that one's not working for you today. And she knows that. When, so here's the thing. When a woman asks you, they already know what the answer is. They know what the answer is. <laughs> so I just, you know, if it looks great, then I say, honey, it look, you're, you're reading more into this. It looks fantastic. Otherwise, it's like, mm, what do you think? 
Yeah. That's how I retort. I ask it back. Well, what do you think? Oh, you got it. Yeah. yeah. If you do that, yeah. and you're like, well, I'm not sure. Yeah. It looks like it's a little, you know, you're right. What you Try something yeah. else. So that's, uh, so I, I'm not sure yeah. I answered your question with the answer, but that's, that's what I do. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. I think the closest I've come, I know there were some times when, uh, you know, dealing with the sens- the uh, sensitive, delicate, emotional state of the teenage world mm. in all my years teaching, I would be asked on occasion how somebody, mostly female, dudes never ask, no. but, you know, there, there would be the occasional thing of how does, how do I look? Uh, and the honest answer is terrible and trashy, but what I said was, uh, well, what, you know, what do your friends think? Oh. And the response was, oh, my friends think I look so cute and they think it makes me look really good. To which my response was, well, the outfit in and of itself is nice fabric, but mm. what you need is better friends, is what I said. <laughs> and, and more then, fabric. And I went, <laughs> and then I left it at that. Then, because then it was like an intellectual question where they had to figure mm-hmm. out, well, what, what is, what did he just say? Right. So, uh, yeah, often not, not the full answer. Uh, next one, uh, on the, in the work front, okay, uh, when dealing with communications, you know, EMS messages, emails, texts, whatever, whatever. Uh, most common workplace lie is, uh, so didn't get it, oh. or it didn't come through, right. or. Um, must have got caught in the in the filter mm-hmm. or the yeah. spam, spam mailbox filter, yeah. or whatever. So right. yeah, ever firewall, ever uh, yeah, firewall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's pretty pretty prevalent. Uh, you can ask us if you, for a listening audience. Have you ever used these? Have you ever used these kind of things? Uh, if you're running late, the whole stuck in traffic, even though there was only you and two other cars on the entire interstate, but you're hey. running late, and so you say, "Hey, traffic is sorry, traffic. stuck in traffic, traffic. going to be a little late." <laughs> Oh, use that one all the time. Yeah. Although now, yeah. after 32 years of marriage, I just tell it like it is. No, Stephanie wasn't ready. I just throw her under the bus. <laughs> yeah, you just throw your wife under yeah, the just, bus. <laughs> Sorry, Steph, wasn't, yeah, that's a nice. Even though it was you that was out there stoking the smoker and fiddling with the sauce and <laughs> oh, dealing with she, the temperature oh, so right up until I'm the, the last thing. And then I'm, th- I'm under the bus before we even get in the car. She's texting, yeah, calling her. She texts it. Because Patrick's blah, 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 blah. So, Patrick's yeah, 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 yeah we're, we're definitely throwing, we're, we're not doing the traffic thing. Uh, unless it was legitimately traffic, but usually it's one of us doing something unauthorized per the plan, and then the other will just throw the the, the guilty party under the bus. That's how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So my, um, my saying so not, is, is, if you are early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. My wife's like, meh, we'll get there. <laughs> it yeah. kills me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There it is. So, uh, yeah, we it is a good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's good as a society that we're not one hundred percent honest one hundred percent of the time. I think sure. uh, perhaps ultimate full on truth it reminds me of that show, uh, that movie with Jim Carrey a while back, God, many many years ago. Uh, liar, 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 liar. His, yeah, good flick. His his kid had a birthday wish, and he wished that his dad could would have to tell the truth. Oh, like mm-hmm. emphatically for you know 24 or 48 hours or whatever it was and he was a lawyer and yeah. he was in this relationship and he had to tell the truth about everything and it was just it was like kind of funny uh but it was a good it was a good premise sure um sometimes it's it's not always it's always good to be truthful but there are circumstances when 
perhaps it's not better to be completely honest. Right. Yeah. If it's going um, to inflict yeah, damage, yeah. then, you yeah. know, you, you, you do the right thing. Right. That's it. Hey, speaking of the right thing, here we go. We're going to jump into a little thing I used to do in school uh, with the kiddos. A little thing called Bag of Ethics. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the radio voice. Welcome to the Bag of Ethics. Do we have a jingle or a ding, 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 or any sort of like a bell? Let me get to the... Any something going on there? i got to get to the right... Hang on. Let me get... Okay, jump over there to the board. Sorry, I surprised you with this. We should have talked about this in the pre-show. Show prep was a little... Show prep. Yeah. There you go, right there. That's, that's all right. fantastic. Ta-da. Thank you, thank you for the for the three year old tricycle bell. That's a great well, way to know. introduce this stuff. So here we go. Uh, I'm going to give you a scenario, okay. and then I want you to tell me what you uh, what you would do. So based on a real life situation, uh, yo, do you have the bring bring like that to bring you back in time? Do you have oh, that one? Yeah, I do. I do have that one. Where's I the Where's the one where you go? Oh, wait, you go back in time. Hang on, I gotta get Here we there. go. We're going. We're going back in time oh, to yeah, our bag way. of ethics. Our oh, there it is. Our moral dilemma. All right, Patrick, you are back in uh, your post collegiate days. Uh, you know, just starting off. Not a lot of money. Uh, just scraping by. Okay. Uh, you head to the furniture, the IKEA, to be specific. This is a based IKEA. on a true story. Mm-hmm. Head to the IKEA. Where you purchase a number of items, uh, and you're watching, you're you're watching mm-hmm. the tally. You've got that mental tally sure. in your head as you're going through. And one of the larger items, sixty, seventy dollars, whatever, for one of those, you build your own kind of little bookshelf kind of stacking thingies, mm-hmm. right? And so you take it uh, from the pull off, and you shove it under your cart. You go to the checkout, beep 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 beep, beep. You pay the cashier, head out to your car, thinking to yourself, hmm. That total seems a little lower than what I was anticipating. Check the receipt. Sure enough, the cashier did not scan the big old Mm -hmm. thing that was at the bottom of the cart. And there you are in the parking lot. What do you do, Patrick? Yeah, that'd be you. That would be <laughs> that was a cricket. For those of you, because this is this, this is an an audio <laughs> show. He uh, he just gazed uh, sort of sinisterly. Right. Sinisterly is that even a word? He gazed uh, guiltily around the parking lot to see if anybody else was watching. Yeah, is right. what he did there. Uh, so that's happened to me more than once, and I would say even as a younger guy. Especially now, but as a younger guy, I would go back into the store and say, Hi, you helped me shoplift this out of the store, and I'd like to <laughs> Thank pay you for this. <laughs> Thank you for being yeah. my accomplice. Right. Uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, bring it back. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Uh, yeah, amazing how many, how many students said, Nope. Take it, man. It's a freebie. Thank you, God. And actually, the true story was that uh, somebody very near and dear to my heart, I won't really mention any names because they're not throwing people under the bus on the last fry, uh, but kept kept it, kept the shelving unit. So um, So now every time they see the shelving unit, the guilt. Yeah. They have to be reminded of their uh, their shenanigans. With the 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 fact that they... They know they or didn't their, pay for that. Or their moral code just gets one more whack until the place where they're numb. Right. They're, they're just, they, they become numb to the event. Ill-gotten yeah. bookshelf. 
haunting. There it is. There it is. Yeah. I did the same thing with a pair of pants. I was uh, working working uh, for the Marriott in college. Had no money. I had to go get my little uniform. Went to, went to Burlington Coat Factory. Remember the old Burlington Coat Factory? I and remember. they sold more than coats. Bought myself some pants. And mm-hmm. same story. Kind of did the mental tally in my head and realized that what the cashier had done is I had folded three pairs of pants kind of up taco style. Okay. And all she did was kind of run this was before the beep guns mm-hmm. this was like old school tap right. in the codes anyway she missed the two pair that were rolled up inside the third and uh yeah but i, I brought them back thinking to myself they'll be so excited and so impressed with my honesty and integrity they'll give me a discount or maybe even for free yeah no. yeah no they looked at me like well dude thanks but you're weird and mm-hmm. beep beep please pay us an extra thirty-two fifty. yeah yep so but i'm proud that i did the right thing that's right and then finally, as we're coming to the end of the bag of ethics, uh, here we go. Back in high school. Here's that way back, way back to high school now. Yeah, way, yeah, way, way back. Double hit that bad boy. <laughs> we're going way. <laughs> the sound effects may not even go. <laughs> this is a long way back. Uh, this is like the beginning of morality. Okay. This is like the dawn. <laughs> this is like after the creation of the universe. <laughs> We have the uh, is, the creation of, post of the Adam moral and Eve, code, right? Right, right yeah, after that. Yeah, post Adam okay. and Eve, right? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, Cain and Abel kind of stuff. Uh, so you have a buddy, your best bud, okay. your the bro, your 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 homie um, has a crush on a on a fine fine individual okay. who you also think is like, dude, good good choice, right. you know. Uh, lovely person, lovely intellect, lovely physical, just, you know, a very good, good call, bro. Okay. Uh, he says, hey, I got this crush, uh, but I want you to do the scouting report because I don't want to embarrass myself by making the move and then just being shut down. Wingman. So I'd, I'd like for you to do a scouting report to okay. know that if I, if I made an attempt, at least it wouldn't be a crash and burn. Okay. So you go, okay. So you're at the event, the whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, you're alone with, uh, with the, the crush and you say hey i got a question for you and before you can even ask the question uh comes this response oh i'm so excited that we're here together uh i've been meaning to tell you that i have had a crush on you for a very long time and i was hoping that maybe we could uh could work out maybe uh you know maybe even hook up at this here little party Mm -hmm. and and be a thing what do you do? Ah, well, ooh. Well, luckily I was dating Stephanie at the time, so I didn't have that problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> luckily uh, for both of us, there was one woman who wanted to date us, and so we yeah, married them. So we, I think that was, that was I, we never I, had that, didn't never have had that, that problem. problem. Uh, I never had anybody. What would I do? I would, uh, I think I'd have to fess up saying, hey, that is really awesome, and I think you're an awesome lady too. But Jake back there, making it up, really wanted to know what your thoughts were. He might approach you. Good luck with that. And yeah. if that doesn't work so out, deny. call me. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that's I think that's how I feel. all I ask is all I ask is be open to the possibility right. and if it doesn't work out give me hey, a call he'll yeah. understand right yeah I, I yeah. think that's what I would do I think I'm pretty sure that's what I yeah. would do 
even as a teenager, yeah. I would do that. But uh, but never had a never yeah. had to deal with that. Luckily, all right. Well, if you're listening uh, out there, uh, give us give us a shout. What would you do? What great. would you do with with the IKEA? What would you do going back to the high school? What would you What would you do in the bag of ethics? And hey, speaking of bag, speaking of bag. We got some mail. We got some mail. So in the mailbag, feedback on the Halloween episode, uh, one of our listeners said that uh, she actually laughed out loud and really enjoyed the Halloween episode. Awesome. Uh, with all of our um, Halloween remembrances and shenanigans, so that was very good. Uh, Had a good good, uh, dedicated listener out in Albuquerque. Uh, sent me a message today, uh, catching up on the podcast, got a little bit behind, was kind of uh, binging the podcasts, uh, awesome. apparently uh, binging them during a work meeting when uh, was supposed to be paying attention okay. to the uh, to the meeting and the coordinator. Uh, and this was the exact quote, anything is more exciting than a work meeting, even hey. your show. So wow. there, there we go. Thank you for the for that backhanded wow. compliment. We appreciate we'll, all we'll of our listeners. It, I think <laughs> even with the comparison there. Yeah. yeah. So nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Just dentistry work. All of that would have been <laughs> yes. better than than that. Well, you know, hey, than a meeting. Uh, but even our show is is better than a meeting. Than so well, all right. Hey, we'll take it. We will we'll, we'll take it. We'll definitely take that. All right. Well, very good. Thank you so, for the mailbag you update, much. everybody. Fantastic. Yeah. And as we uh, we swoop around to the uh, to the upside, the positive side of the show. Yes. Sir. As you are, uh, you know, as you're faced with uh, with moral dilemmas, um, we hope that you make the right choices and do the right thing, and perhaps in a sensitive way provide glimpses of the truth and uh, proper ethics as you go forward into mm-hmm. your daily life. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, yeah, make, uh, make tomorrow a little more of an integrity-filled, uh, do-the-right-thing kind of day because you never know when doing the right thing will bring somebody the joy of The Last Fry. Please visit us on Instagram at The Last Fry Podcast, Facebook at The Last Fry, and Twitter at Last Fry Podcast. Please leave us a comment about this or any of our episodes. We really appreciate your feedback. The Pulse bumper music was composed by Evgeny Kiselevich and is used under a royalty-free license purchased through safemusiclist.com. Mailbag music and additional sound effects are provided via a royalty-free license purchased through fesslianstudios.com donation and from the YouTube Studio Library. Use of other sound effects or music beds will be credited in the episode notes when appropriate.